0: Death on the silver screen is clearly a common occurrence, but there are those movie deaths that happen so quickly that the actor in question hasn't even had a chance to be credited for their role. It is a strange phenomenon. and I just want to give a huge shout-out and credit to this Reddit thread on our movies, which acted as the initial inspiration for this list. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 movies where an actor dies before their opening credit. Number 10, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Brandon Williams, Halloween H2O. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is these days viewed as one of the finest actors on the planet. But back in 1998, it was a strange time in JGL's career. Still riding the success of Third Rock from the Sun, his early venture into feature films found him turning up in an extremely brief role in Halloween H2O. Along with Brandon Williams' Troy, JGL's Jimmy found himself falling foul of Michael Myers as H2O set out its stall. As that picture opens, we're reintroduced to Marion Chambers, a colleague of Sam Loomis's who had been seen previously in the first two Halloween films. With Loomis now dead, it's Marion who holds all the files in Laurie Strode, which here means her house has been invaded by Myers. Being the ever-helpful neighbours, Jimmy and Troy check Marion's house for any intruders, which results in the pair being off by the ship before Halloween H2O's credits formally introduce us to Levitt or Williams. the benign Michael Stuhlbarg and Michael Pitt, 7 Psychopaths. Martin McDonough's darkly comedic crime thriller Seven Psychopaths is a film that constantly asks questions of its audience. Well, question is maybe more of a fitting word than questions here, for this 2012 offering is essentially a movie within a movie, with the audience at times unsure whether they're watching the narrative of the actual movie itself, or the movie within a movie's narrative. Still following? Hopefully so. This all happens due to Seven Psychopaths centering on screenwriter Marty Farriner, as he looks to develop his own film, which is conveniently titled Seven Psychopaths. From there, McDonough's self-aware picture delivers moments that you're not truly sure are part of Farrinen's movie, or instead elements of the story of Marty Farrinen in the actual 2012 release. One thing that is for sure though, is that Michael Stuhlberg and Michael Pitt play a couple of hitmen who were taken out in the first few minutes. Clearly not the most professional of assassins, this duel's guard is let down to the point that another killer is able to boldly walk up behind them and shoot them both in the back of the head. From there, the opening credits soon begin to roll. Number 8, Frank Vincent Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas, of course, has one of the all-time great openings, with that first minute or so perfectly setting the tone for what was to come from a movie that many say is the legendary director's finest hour. That opening sees Henry, Jimmy and Tommy driving along when all of a sudden there's some rumbling from their trunk. Stopping to check out this racket, it's then that we realise that these three are storing a supposedly dead body. The only thing is, this body isn't quite as dead as our three lead characters were led to believe. The poor soul who's been covered up and stuck in the trunk here is Frank and Vincent's Billy Batts is not long for this world as he's stabbed and shot multiple times as Henry, Jimmy and Tommy make sure to finish off the job at hand. As Bats is finally killed off that's when we get Ray Liotta's character uttering the iconic line of as far back as I remember I always wanted to be a gangster and then the opening credits hit. For Frank Vincent he did at least get some time to shine later on in Goodfellas as we'd come to find out exactly what Billy Bats had done to get himself whacked. Number 7. morena backerin Deadpool 2 Given how the extended cut of Deadpool 2 goes a whopping 18 minutes before commencing its opening credits sequence, plenty happens before we get the sequel's glossy title sequence. Unfortunately for morena backerin's Vanessa Carlisle though, one of the things that happens before the credits hit is her death. It was all going so well for Wade and Vanessa up until, well it wasn't. With the Merc with the Mouth home after a day at the office, he and Vanessa decide to mark the anniversary by deciding to start a family. That is, until a stray target from one of Deadpool's jobs tracks him down to his apartment and inadvertently kills Vanessa. From there, audience has got a beautiful, poignant, humorous opening credit sequence that was accompanied by Celine Dion's ashes. Of course, the close of the picture would see the regenerating degenerate travel back in time to stop Vanessa's death from ever happening, so at least it kind of all worked out in the end, kind of. Number 6, Christopher Plummer, Knives Out. Given how the entire plot of Knives Out is based around the mystery of who killed Christopher Plummer's Harlan Thrombey, the very nature of the picture dictated that Harlan had to bite the bullet at some point. The death was always going to be an early one, but most people likely didn't expect Thrombey's passing to come during the first 90 seconds of the picture. Following his 85th birthday party, the lifeless body of minted novelist Harlan Thrombey is found by his housekeeper, Fran. While the police write this off as a suicide, Daniel Craig's detective extraordinaire, Benoit Blanc, believes that the slit throat of Harlan means more than merely suicide, and thus Knives Out is off to the races with its whodunit tale. Twists and turns aplenty are the order of the day here, with a slew of candidates in the frame for the murder of Harlan as Blank gets to work with piecing together this missing donut hole. The only mild caveat here of course is that Knives Out actually uses a straight up title card rather than an elaborate opening credit sequence. Number 5, Richard Dreyfuss, Piranha 3D. To this day, some people are still convinced that Richard Dreyfuss' character in Piranha 3D was an older version of his Matt Hooper role from Steven Spielberg's Jaws. While this old sea dog singing the same Spanish lady song that's so synonymous with Jaws clearly adds credence to this theory, Dreyfuss actually played someone dubbed Matt Boyd, a character who admittedly is a tribute to Hooper, but who is not actually Hooper himself. Either way, it was a whole bunch of fun to see Richard Dreyfuss doing his thing in Piranha 3D, even if that thing was particularly short-run. In this loose remake of 1978's Piranha, Matt Boyd was used to establish the stakes that were on the table, with him being the first person killed off after a school of hungry piranhas emerged from a whirlpool. With Boyd's blood swirling in the water, it's only then that Piranha 3D's credits start up. And in a fun side note, Richard Dreyfuss only actually took on the matt boyd role after being offered a hefty payday with him in turn donating said payday to charity after the shoot number four michael cassidy army of the dead As seems to be often the case with Zack Snyder films, Army of the Dead has been hugely splitting opinions since it landed on Netflix last month. Regardless of your thoughts on this latest Snyder effort though, one thing that's for sure is that poor Michael Cassidy is killed off before the opening credits even get within touching distance of starting. During the pre-credits here, the main plot of Army of the Dead is established as we see Cassidy's Sergeant Kelly heading up a military convoy carrying a prized package. After colliding with some distracted newlyweds, this cargo is revealed to be a zombie who then kills everyone in sight before heading off to infect Las Vegas. Army of the Dead undoubtedly has a fantastic opening, even if many may question the rest of the film, and Sergeant Kelly and his death slash infection plays a huge part in letting audiences know just what they're in for. And interestingly, Cassidy also played Jimmy Olsen in Snyder's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, a movie where he was likewise killed off in the desert during the opening few minutes. Number 3, Adrian King, Friday the 13th Part 2. For Adrian King's Alice Hardy, it was a grim demise that awaited her during the opening moments of 1981's Friday the 13th Part 2. The sole survivor of the original Friday the 13th picture, there Alice had decapitated a Pamela Voorhees who was intent on slaughtering the counselors of Camp Crystal Lake following the death of her son Jason. By the time of F-13 Part 2 though, the believed dead Jason was all grown up and had his own revenge to see. And for Alice, that meant she was on the receiving end of an ice pick through her noggin in the early goings-ons of the sequel. It was this death that gave audience as their first experience of the murderous side of Jason Voorhees, and it was Alice's actions at the end of the first Friday the 13th movie that provided the motivation and the launching pad for that Jason character who would go on to become an icon of the horror genre. It's not all bad for King, though. I mean, hey, she got third billing despite only being in a few minutes. Number two, Daniel Radcliffe, Swiss Army Man. Alright, so this one may be classed as a technicality, but Daniel Radcliffe's Manny was absolutely dead by the time the Harry Potter star's name appeared in Swiss Army Man's opening credits. Of course, Swiss Army Man is a film which features Radcliffe as a corpse washed up on an island to become the best friend of Paul Dano's suicidal Hank Thompson. Swiss Army Man is a bizarre, brilliant movie, and Manny remains dead for the entirety of this 2016 offering, even if his, uh, undead farts can at times make this corpse seem alive. For those who have yet to check out Swiss Army Man, it is a moving story of a boy and his best friend. Like, genuinely, I'm not joking. It's just that this best friend happens to be dead and has such ass wind that you can ride him like a horse or a jet ski. Hey, every friendship has one. Number 1. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Watchman. As Zack Snyder's Watchmen opens, we get to see an aged comedian brutally beaten in his own home. Battered from pillar to post by a mysterious assailant as Nat King calls unforgettable players, this all concludes with the comedian being hurled through a window and to his death. A quick camera freeze and the character's trademark badge is followed up by a shot of the comedian's body flat out on the ground below as a pool of blood begins to swarm the pavement. With that, the familiar beats of Bob Dylan's The Times They Are A-Changin starts up as Watchmen begins its highly impressive opening credits montage, showcasing to audiences the World that they're now entering. For Jeffrey Dean Morgan, his character was off handedly before the actor's name got to grace the starting credits, although Morgan would still get plenty of time in the spotlight thanks to Watchmen's numerous flashbacks.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.